Broadcasting from the confines of an abandoned radio station in the secluded apartment building of high strangeness from the foothills of the Colorado Rockies, it's time for full disclosure of the topics they told us were off limits. Hello, I'm Connie Willis. This is Coast to Coast AM. I'm hearing a little bit of jingle. Yeah, a little bit of jingle in the background there. Tonight, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Christmas to those of you in the UK and then some. (laughs) All my friends, all my British friends are all happy Christmas, Connie. So tonight, Christmas music, holiday sounds, the paranormal Christian discussing what tonight is all about, and even Santa updates. Should be fun. Stay with us. And uh, hey, send a present over this way. I haven't opened one yet. Oh my goodness. I forgot. People are opening presents all over the place. Well, right now, time to turn off the lights. Join me for another interesting evening of conversation, much needed education, and the chance that we might get a little closer to the truth of what lurks amongst us, what is beyond, and what this night is all about. I'm Connie Willis. Merry Christmas. This is Coast to Coast AM. You are listening to Coast to Coast AM. Connie Claus with you tonight. Did I even say that earlier? I guess it just happened. It just zapped me. I am now Connie Claus. Wow. That hit me hard just real quick there. I was like, I, 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 wow. Ooh. Connie Claus. I love it. I, I get that spirit of Christmas in me. It's all fun. It's all dandy. <sighs> there we go. I need some eggnog. I am from Kentucky. I got to have it bourbonless because, you know, I am on the air, but I don't even have the eggnog. I don't even have the nutmeg to go over it. I tell you, it just came really quickly, didn't it? Didn't the holiday just come really quickly? All of a sudden, here we are. Yep. The sounds of Christmas. Thank you. Adam will be with us throughout the night with some Santa updates, so stay with us on that. I I know that he was just recently uh, not far, so we'll uh, we'll we'll see about getting that update before we bring on our on our next guest here, if if that's cool with you. Okay, so holiday music, Christmas music tonight is Christmas. Happy Hanukkah as well. So a lot of people right now are. Opening presents, some already have. Some people have traveled to five places already because of so many split-up families or so many, you know, got the step family over here, the in-laws over here. We got this, we got that, right? So uh, I was in an Uber at one point tonight, and uh, that was we were kind of talking about how people, oh, it's a little slow right now. I'm like, well, you know, they're just waiting to go to the next family. They're finishing eating up here. Then they're going to go to the next family, then the in-laws here. And then tomorrow night is going to happen again. Tomorrow's going to be three different places that people go to, right? Am I right? That's, that's the way it is. You got to hit everybody, especially if you're close by. The thing is, if, if that bothers you, you just need to live somewhere else far away and then see if they'll all come visit you. So anyway, it's going to be a good night. I'm so excited. It's Christmas Eve. What a special day. Very happy to be here on the air. George Nori took care of me, put me on the air tonight, put me on the air tomorrow night, and I get to be here with all the uh, the holiday fun and, and then New Year's Eve too. So I'll be ringing in the new year with you too. Now today is a day and this show is going to be dedicated to my little penny girl if you guys remember my little yorkie my little buddy my little pal my best friend she passed away last year on this day 
So it's a little rough. I've been talking to her all day and we've, uh, a lot of you out there are animal communicators. And anytime some psychic meets me, they're like, you talk to animals. Well, I definitely know I talked to little peeny girl and then a few, and I miss her so much. Christmas Eve morning, passed in her sleep. Mm. I know she's always with me and I think about her constantly. So tonight is for her. And she would love it. She just she was just a tiny little thing, just an itty bitty little teacup Yorkie, and she had the she had the best personality ever. So also tonight, like I said, we're gonna be talking, you know, checking out Santa. I'm just trying to think of all the different things we're gonna be doing tonight. And I'm just so happy that you're with me. I also want to say thanks to the people that are a part of my show. They're called Blue Rockers. And cadets, Blue Rockers are the ones that are a part of my show called Blue Rock Talk, and the um, cadets are the ones that are that join me with Connie after dark. And I want to make sure I say Merry Christmas to you guys, and Happy Hanukkah, and Happy New Year. I mean, golly, we can save that for next week. I'll, I'll say that I'll say that next week. But I wanted to make sure I said Merry Christmas to you guys. Because you really uh, support me through all of this. And some of you found me through Coast to Coast. And some of you found me other ways. But you're Coast to Coast fans and Blue Rockers. And, and I really appreciate that. So Blue Rock Talk, those of you that don't know, that's a show that I do. It's a video membership live stream. We go to creepy hotspots live, investigate Bigfoot UFOs and hauntings. Really, for real. And we're batting a thousand with with activity every time we've got an incredible blue rockers that also use their intuition to help uh, pinpoint what's going on. It's really an amazing community. And then Connie after dark is it's my virtual bar. You can have a drink with me. Even if you want milk, Daryl Sims would always have just milk on the rocks, which that's my thing too. So it was, it was fun that we both, uh, we both got that thing going on. Um, now it's Connie Willis, the podcast that I have as well. I think you guys will like that. In fact, uh, currently in progress is a conversation interview with a deathbed confession. It's Robert Treat, who is also going to be on Coast to Coast tomorrow night here as our second guest after Jerry Wills. And uh, he's all about deathbed confession. He is talking about why aliens are here. And that's on the podcast now, so you can check that out, too. That's that's what's running now and also has a GoFundMe. If you go to our website, you'll see that. So just a lot of things happening. And, and by the way, I really appreciate that Robert Treat, is, he's, he came to me. We're going to be having that on Coast, also on the podcast. Um, and I think you're going to enjoy what he – how he – you know, his whole thing is he wants to tell why the aliens are here. So I think uh, I think you're going to like that one a lot. Let's see. Anything else to catch up on here? I think we've kind of done that. I want to make sure I do everything. Oh, that's right. We got a rendition of Twas the Night Before Christmas. Yeah, we're going to do that tonight, too. Adam, are you to where you can talk to me and say uh, hello? I believe so. Do you copy? Uh, I coffee. So Adam's going to help out throughout the night. So, so twas the night before Christmas. Who is doing this uh, classic rendition? A gentleman named Lionel Fanthorpe. 
this is one when I asked George Norrie, I said, George, you know, do you have, did you do this? I thought that he might have already done that, put it in the can or something like that. And he said, oh, this is the one you got to do. So uh, that was cool. That was cool. Uh, he's, he's, you guys, he's a great man. And I appreciate last night he put me on the show and promoted me up and uh, just done me well, done me well. So tonight, let's go ahead and bring on our guests because tonight it's Christmas, right? And, and interestingly enough, I find I find this interesting that and, and <clears throat> where do I start with this? It's basically, hey, this seems to be sometimes the only night you can talk about Christ and somebody doesn't get on your case. This might be one of the nights you can talk about. Um, the birth, the child, Christ, the uh, Holy Spirit, God, this, that, you know, th- this type of stuff. This is kind of one of those nights you can without anybody getting on your case. Well, I grew up as a Christian Presbyterian, and I know the stories. I know the Bible, and we should not be scared to talk about it. It's phenomenal. It's perfect for Coast because the, it's phenomenal the things that happen just constantly And that book has stood the test of time. And it's going to be interesting that not just tonight we're going to talk about it, but when you also hear the deathbed confession from Robert Treat, tomorrow night on Coast, Connie Willis' podcast, In Progress, you're going to also hear how important those scriptures are too. And the second coming. Interestingly enough, there's reasons where we we know all these things, and maybe uh, the time has come for it all to come together. So just keep putting the pieces of the puzzle together, and remember that there's people out there that want to suppress this, right? A lot of you guys believe that. So, So that's one you always feel the pressure of don't say this and don't say that and don't talk about this. So maybe this area that you're being pushed down not to really discuss for for is which is crazy but i mean we should be able to discuss anything right but think about that why would that be so wherever even robert when he talked to me he said he was reluctant to say some things i was like no that's the stuff to tell me (laughs) that's the stuff to talk about so i think you're even going to get some clues from our guest tonight as well that you don't even maybe know their clues but i bet richard does so richard lewis he's known as the paranormal christian Author, journalist, veteran of the U.S. Air Force. I got to tell you, you, I just think the world of him. I think he's fantastic. I think he and I are going to be friends forever. He is really something special. And uh, he began his career in broadcasting at the creator of Pentagon Channel TV's Air Force Space Today. He's won multiple Telly and Thomas Jefferson Awards. He's a certified spiritual counselor and a member of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Uh oh, you're gonna have to help me there, Richard. And then, (laughs) and he also helps Christians understand supernatural phenomenon, explore the mystical testimony within Christianity, and discover the unexpected power of God. And what's great about this, some people say God, some people say university. Tonight will most likely be God. Uh, They say university, universe, universe, excuse me. Another thing with Richard is that he also is with Space Force. And it's interesting. (laughs) It all kind of comes together 
there's all this really interesting background with the people that, oh, you know, at first you hear paranormal Christian. Okay, this is great. You kind of get an idea of what he what he's going to be talking about, right? And then you hear some of the other stuff he's got in his background, and you're like, okay, here we go again. The dots are starting to connect. Some people don't like where they connect because you've been told to not look or talk about that subject, right? How many Christians out there have been told, oh, no, don't talk about shh, <laughs> right? You know it. You know it. Well, you know, Every, there's extremists everywhere, right? But this is, a, you know, just I just want you to start paying attention and listening and um, see if anything makes a difference with you on what's coming, what's to come in the future from what we constantly have heard, but we put it in a different context. But now I think you should, should start adding some uh, little aliens in those things, little bitty things walking around and big tall things are walking around and some with different skin. Anyway, we'll, we'll get into that tomorrow night as well as tonight. Richard Lewis, I want to welcome you. And I'm very excited for you to be here because there's so many people that here it is. This is the night. This is Christmas. Here's the night that we can talk about the birth of Jesus, the nativity, and the miracles that have occurred, which are phenomenal. And that's what we're, you know, best here at Coast to Coast. And there's so many people that have questions about it, and they're always afraid to ask. So just so all of you know, Richard's going to stay with us throughout the entire evening. We'll make sure that we take some phone calls from you. So if you got that question of, wait, wait a minute, how did this even occur? And what about the three wise men? And what about this? Now, tonight is the night to give us a call and ask those questions. So, Richard, thank you so much for being uh, very patient over there and listening to me. You got to tell me first about Church Missouri Synod. Missouri Synod. That's that's not a bad uh, a bad uh, rendition there, Connie. And thank you so much. It's so exciting and such a joy to be with you on Christmas Eve on Coast to Coast, and uh, and and to be with you once again. I really enjoyed uh, uh, being with you on Blue Rock Talk. That was really awesome as well. So thank you so much. And thank you for doing that too. I like that. You know, everybody can see your face that way. They're like, "Hey, <laughs> who is this guy that we're listening to?" So I appreciate you, that you did that, especially on such short notice. Uh, thank you so much for that. Yeah, this is great. I mean, yeah. Richard. I mean, holy cow! It feels like I've known you forever when I started talking to you, and your background was just really amazing. As at first, I'm like, "Okay, the paranormal Christian. This is cool. Uh, he can he can put some answers to some of these things on tonight." perfect to spend the evening with and you were fine to stay up with me for four hours but then you know looking at the a veteran u.s air force journalist author all these different things and i I think i i don't even know it wasn't written anywhere i don't know what i said and then you said yeah i'm with space force i'm like whoa that's so cool so yeah uh, space force well i am an air force veteran and a space force veteran um, and a mm. current Space Force civilian employee, although I must say that, you know, the comments that I say, I, the views I express are my own and not necessarily those of the U.S. Air Force or the U.S. Space Force. But I have had a very interesting journey uh, with the military and with the Air Force and with the Space Force. So, And it's informed a lot of my thinking, certainly as a, as a journalist, being a, a broadcast journalist and a print journalist and a public affairs uh, person, um, uh, has definitely uh, helped uh, me have critical thinking. And uh, when I do my own investigations and so forth, 
uh, it definitely informs that. And certainly the history of the uh, the UFO phenomena, the Air Force um, was the leader in that. I mean, we're uh, the Navy is getting a lot of the press now, and then what we've learned from the ATIP program and and things like that. Um, but uh, the Air Force has always had a special place in my heart for uh, the UFO phenomena. I know they call them UAPs today, but I'm I'm no, I'm with you. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's what we call it. And uh, I actually saw a UFO, you know, uh, in 2016 in, in Borrego Springs when I was um, when I was doing a um, a sky watching trip with my son. And um, it was like, I'm not sure what it was exactly, but see, this thing of being with the Space Force and the Air Force, I've seen all the hardware. I've seen all the inventory. You know, I know what, you know, an Atlas V looks like when it lifts off. Uh, I've seen the space shuttle lift off. Um, you know, I know what uh, the space station looks like in orbit. Um, I've been watching the stars uh, my whole life since I was a little kid. So, you know, when you're seeing something that you've never seen before, and when you've looked at the stars, basically every night of your life. And then this one thing you see, and you know, this is not anything I've ever seen before. Now, is it alien? I don't know. What I saw was um, it was like an oval shape that opened up in the, in the sky, in the starry sky there in Borrego Springs. It's almost a, a night sky um, place, you know, and uh, you can see the Milky Way, for example. Uh, you can see the Andromeda galaxy with your, with your naked eye. So, but this thing that I saw, I was laying there, laying actually prone on my back, which is great for star watching, you know, very still. And it just opened up like an eye, like a whiteness in this, in this space. I've never seen anything like it. And then it, and then it closed. And, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't know what this was. Later on, I saw this, a similar, you know, um, type of look on UFO books and things like that. Maybe even some things you see in TV shows and stuff, kind of like a little bit of like a flash. So was it a portal opening? Or something like that. I really don't know, but I know it was not anything I've ever seen uh, in, from the Air or Space Force. Um, so, but then again, there's a you know a 90 billion dollar black budget that goes uh, outside of congressional oversight, which um, there's a lot of things going on. You know, Ben Rich of Skunk Works said that um, we had things that were 50 years ahead of anything that's known that's out there. So maybe it's our own stuff. You know, who knows? But uh, it was very interesting. Wow. Well, if we can do some of the things that I've seen up in the sky and seen what they've done uh, that goes way beyond what I could have ever imagined that it would even be in 50 years away. But if that's them, if that's us, then we need to start using all that right now and quit hiding it for sure. I mean, that's amazing. So tonight, also in the skies, is a, a, a little, little chubby, jolly man flying around so when you know you were in the air force and doing the space force stuff did you ever have problems with this you know jolly old guy and these little reindeers that are, well, are with him did you ever have problems with that i believe norad uh is known for tracking uh santa claus but um uh, i never knew anyone that had any like um close air uh incidents or whatever uh I'm sure he okay. probably has some some pretty good navigational instruments there, and and uh, the reindeer are probably really well adapted at that. So uh, so yeah, no no problems that I can recall. Okay, excellent, excellent. We're going to be doing some updates to see where he's at. He is just flying through the air. I mean, just I mean hauling some booty. He is. Uh, I I've been watching him for a while. I'm just amazed at the magic. But tonight is a magical night, and when we come back here shortly, you're going to be telling us 
a lot of really cool magical things. And you're also here to uh, take questions for people that have these questions that they've always had that they've been afraid to ask. And now they can ask. They can do that now. So tonight we have the paranormal Christian with us, Richard Lewis, myself, Santa updates, Christmas music, and we're just going to have a good time tonight. So Merry Christmas to you. Thanks for being with us. I'm Connie Claus, and you're listening to Coast to Coast AM. Welcome back to Coast to Coast AM. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays and happy Christmas to you. Connie Claus with you for the evening. And if you want to find me any other time, go to ConnieWillis.com. You'll find all sorts of good stuff. The podcast, the Blue Rock Talk, the Connie After Dark. But tonight it's Connie Claus here on Coast to Coast AM. Merry Christmas. I'm so happy to be here, but you know what? It just sounds a little quiet. I think we need to find out where Santa is. Santa! Somebody pull it up. Pull it up. I hear a little jingle. I want that jingle loud. Where's that loud jingle? Turn it up. Turn it up. Turn it up. Turn I'm, it actually, up. I'm holding real sleigh bells here. I have to shake them. <laughs> yeah, Adam is shaking him himself. <laughs> so uh, where, where do you see Santa now? I think it's Santa Fe. Is he in Santa Fe? Oh, wow. Adam, that's a beautiful place. Santa might stick around there for a minute. Actually, he was last seen in Santa Fe. He's going to Durango, Colorado. He's going to be close to me. Gorgeous. It's a good night for that. You know what? These are areas that Santa slows down a little bit. And the reason why is because it's so beautiful, but also those going by the Rockies and hitting all the different special areas that are here in Colorado. Hey, He's, he's waving to the Bigfoot. He delivers to all. He doesn't discriminate. He goes to everybody. Bigfoot, they're happy as well. The entire Sasquatch family. Thank you, Santa. Thank you, Adam. Adam is really working it. He's got a, he's got a Popeye arm, and so he works, <laughs> he works those bells. I appreciate that. <laughs> we have Richard Lewis with us tonight, the paranormal Christian. And Richard, the biggest reason you are here tonight is to tell us the reason for tonight. And what it's all oh, about. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, Connie. It's, it's such a magical night, you know, and it's, and Christmas is, it's for everyone, you know, and, um, and Santa Claus and the classic um, stories of uh, St. Nicholas going back for so many years. But of course, the most important thing of all is the birth of the Christ child, which, you know, it's not just something that started uh, with the birth of Jesus of Nazareth because um, there were these prophecies that foretold of the birth. And I always like to point these out because, you know, this was something that was known about long before it ever happened, hundreds of years before it happened. So, you know, I picked out a few of um, the more prominent uh, Old Testament prophecies uh, from, the, from the Torah, the, uh, the Hebrew Bible, that um, predicted the Christ child. So, you know, I'd like to share a couple of them with you, if you like, and it just kind of you know, paints the picture. And then I also pulled out um, the actual Christmas story from the Bible. It's in two spots. A lot of people are like, hey, where can we find the Christmas story in the Bible? Well, I actually have those pulled out for you. So sometime during the course of the night, I'd be happy to share that as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. So now what you're going to do is you're, okay, so the prophecy of what was to come up tonight is what you're going to share. Well, yeah. So first of all, 
the Star of Bethlehem is something that, that really fascinates people, and I'm happy to share my thoughts on what I think it is. There's a lot of different uh, thoughts about that, but we actually see a hint of that as well as the prophecy of Jesus in the book of Numbers. Okay, Numbers 24 and 17 says, I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star shall come out of Jacob. A scepter shall rise out of Israel. Now, this is from Numbers. This is uh, the fourth book of the Hebrew Bible or the Torah, uh, what we Christians call the Old Testament. Now, this book was completed um, at least by, you know, the 5th century B.C., uh, and it's perhaps even much older than that. So this is really amazing when you think about how many, many, many years, hundreds of years uh, before the birth of Christ. So, so that's a really good one. And another one is, comes from the book of Isaiah which uh, was compiled some 700 years before the birth of Christ. And uh, in Isaiah 7, verse 14, it says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. And now that's another one, too, that's interesting. Um, and Matthew validates Emmanuel as the name of Christ. So some people say, well, wait a minute, wasn't his name Jesus? Jesus, he was Jesus of Nazareth, right? And actually, Jesus was a common name. You know, it's, it's Yeshua. And uh, it means, um, it's, well, it's taken from Joshua. It's the same name as Joshua. But it means Yahweh saves, you see. And that's what Jesus does. So that is, Jesus, that's what he does. Emmanuel is who he is. It means God with us. So, you know, one is a, like, basically one is a title. and one They're both names. And one is a title. One is what he does. So those are a couple of very interesting uh, predictions for, for the Christ child in this very special Christmas Eve night. On this night, it's like the whole world stopped. This was a time when the whole world stopped, listened, looked, and had an awareness. Is that right? They had an awareness across the entire earth. Well, yes, I, I think that's, that's definitely the case. And, um, when it comes to the star um, of Bethlehem, that's, that's another thing, too, that's interesting. And if you look at um, the book of Micah, okay, now this, uh, the prophet Micah, this was uh, one of the uh, minor prophets. Um, there's the major prophets and the minor prophets. The minor prophets aren't minor as in less important. It just means their, their books are, are shorter. Uh, but this was written between 735 and 700 B.C., compiled by the 5th century before Christ, so many, many years before and it says, Micah 5 and 2 through 5, it says, But you, O Bethlehem Ephratah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from old, from ancient days. Therefore he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has given birth. Then the rest of his brothers shall return to the people of Israel. And he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the mighty name of the Lord his God, and they shall dwell secure. For now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be their peace. So this is another clear, clear prophecy for uh, the birth of Jesus Christ. You know, there's some people that say he's come, and then other people, groups of people say, no, he hasn't yet. Well, I mean, we know that Jesus of Nazareth is a historical person, and this is validated not just from the biblical testaments, but 
from um, the secular witnesses of history, and there's very few scholars uh, anymore that doubt the the veracity of, of, of Jesus Christ, Jesus of Nazareth, and, uh, you know, we believe he's the Christ. And when you look at these prophecies, so many prophecies that he fulfilled, um, it's really kind of hard to deny that this is the one. You know, Isaiah, back to Isaiah again, again, some 700 years before the birth of Christ, Isaiah 11, 1 through 10, there shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit, and the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him the spirit of wisdom and understanding, of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord. And his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what his eyes see or decide disputes by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge. And if you look at the testimony of, of Christ in his life, he didn't look on the outward appearance, you know. He judged people by their hearts. And um, but it's also if you actually look at this verse, is there's so much here. The stump of Jesse, that's David. Okay, David was Jesse's son, and David, Jesus is the son of David. The Bible shows his entire genealogy to show that that's that's true. But then it says a branch from his roots shall bear fruit. So the roots were not Jesse. The roots came before Jesse. You see, and that's where Christ comes from because you know is in. In John 1, it says, you know, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So, see, he, he comes from Jesse, and he comes before Jesse because he's fully God and he's fully man. That's what we believe in the Christian church. So tell us about the night. Tell us about the night. So sure. Mary, Joseph, we've got the nativity scene. Describe all that to us, the wise men. Sure. The star, how it all goes together. Oh yeah. So. Um, and by the way, are you on a? Are you on a? Are you on a? Um, are you on a phone? Are you on a? Um, are you on speaker? Uh, I'm on a. I've got a microphone. On okay. My, it's on my phone. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, it sounded like you were kind of on a speaker. I was like going to get on your case. Say get off that speaker. But oh, I can. You get, I can. Put the phone up to my ear if you like. If that if that if that's better, we can try that. Yeah, you're kind of cutting a, out a little bit. Yeah, if you can just use the phone okay. regularly. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank we'll you. Do that. I yeah. am going into regular mode. There we go, Mr. Broadcaster. You know better than that. <laughs> this ain't no podcast. <laughs> no worries, ma'am. Perfect. Well, Thank it. you. You I sound so much better. Thank you. There okay. you go. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. See, there's some of the magic of the season right there just uh, happening in my ear. There you so, go. So you want to know about tonight? Well, um, the magic yeah. is very interesting. Um, and their visit, you know, is detailed in in, uh, in the book of Matthew. And um, it's very interesting to me because uh, these, these magi, they're not, you know, they're not people from, you know, the nation of Israel. You know, they're, they're from outside uh, the nation. And... Um, they're they're astrologers. Um, they're astronomers, as well as astrologers. And, you know, back in ancient times, they were one, and that was one and the same thing. So, so you're these, you're talking. So you're talking. I'm going to slow you down just a little bit because we got a lot of sure. time. So I'm going to slow you down. Mm-hmm. When you talk about so when you say the magi, that's the three wise men, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, so do right. do. When we get the, you know, we've all told, we've, we've all heard these stories over and over again. When we hear the three wise men, was it three? And why was it three? Did, did that mean anything 
that there were three. I know you're going to describe them more as well, but is there also something to the three? Well, you know, three three is a magical number. You know, throughout uh, you see it appear throughout um, you know religious uh, writings through numerology. Uh, three is the perfect number for the for the Trinity. You know, God is a Trinity, and um, there were there were three gifts that were that were presented to uh, to the Christ Child. But you know, uh, the Bible just says that uh, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem, so it doesn't actually name them as 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 three. And in later times, we, we oh. call them wise wise men. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, and I mean, I think they were wise. It's pretty fair to say, but. Um, <laughs> so we we so we created the three. Okay, that's interesting because yeah. that happens so often with this story and many of the stories. But I definitely just want to hone in on tonight's story. But right, that's we interesting. Three right, three gifts. Okay, and I think that's okay. the other reason why we okay. you know a lot of people it's just easy to to frame three because they gave gifts of of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, all of which are very symbolic of what's going on because gold signals the kingship, you know, the royalty. Um, frankincense is an incense, and uh, we it's a symbol of deity. You know, we burn incense to uh, to the gods, um, to our god. And uh, then there's myrrh, which is an embalming oil, which um, is a symbol of the mortality of Christ, and even mm-hmm. the fact that he's going to die for us. And uh, so this is very, very interesting that these... Um, you know these people from the east uh they knew this you know this was this is very fascinating well how did everybody know that tonight's the night this is happening something special is happening i mean they didn't have facebook they didn't have they they weren't tweeted it how did everybody know well you know the the stories and and the mythologies and, and things in in the regions um, you know, they get they they're known. The people travel around and, and they 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 hear about things, they know about things, um, and a lot of these things have connections. Of course, there was the um, the Star of Bethlehem, which um, which was was one indicator, and that's what it says in the Bible in the Book of Matthew, chapter two, verses one through thirteen, when it tells the whole story. You know, it says that after Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of the of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked. Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. Now, when King Herod heard this, he was disturbed in all Jerusalem with him. When he called together the people, the chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them, where is the Messiah who was to be born in Bethlehem in Judea? They replied, for this is what the prophet has written. Remember, we read that prophecy a little bit earlier. So now they come forward. They've seen um, his star in the sky, so they want to know where he is. This is very interesting, too, because... Just because they saw the star, the star doesn't actually show them where he is. So that's a misconception a lot of people have. They think that the star actually led them. If the star led them, they would never have to ask in the first place, well, where is he? They had to they had to find him. You know, they had to search. They had to travel. They had to search around. And, you know, they probably traveled, um, you know, they traveled from the east. They, they probably traveled for, uh, you know, quite a great distance. It could have been, you know, it could have been months that they were that they were traveling. And when uh, astronomical signs rise in the sky, uh, these things can be tracked. You know, uh, they can be tracked over time. And um, certain uh, conjunctions that have happened, for example, which is the theory that I favor, I think it was a planetary conjunction. There are certainly many other 
uh, ideas about what it could be, but um, they may have. So you, this. you think it's what? Personally, this is just a personal opinion. You know, people have different opinions on on what it what it was. Oh, absolutely. You know, comments and people think it was a UFO. Um, there, you know, some people think that it was a, um, a supernova, but I think the uh, conjunction is the best answer for what it was. There were actually two astronomical events involving conjunctions of planets uh, about the time of Jesus' birth. Um, there was a triple conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn in Pisces in 7 B.C., um, and the near conjunction of Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn in Pisces in February 6 B.C., okay? Um, and it's interesting, too, when you talk about Pisces, because people associate Pisces with the Jewish people in astrology, and also Jupiter and Saturn. Um, Jupiter is associated with, with royalty, and Saturn also with the people of Israel, you know, Saturday, uh, Sabbath, Saturn. So, so that's that's really interesting. And the, that triple conjunction in Pisces happens only about once every 900 years. Okay, so um, the first conjunction of 7 BCE occurred in late May, uh, when the wise men may have started their journey. The second occurred in late September, when they could have been visiting King Herod and asking the questions like, "Hey, where's this King of the Jews that was born?" Uh, and then the close grouping of Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn within eight degrees in Pisces. Um, you know, it's just it's amazing. Um, the entire night definitely is amazing. Richard Lewis is who we're talking with, the paranormal Christian. Connie Willis with you. And Santa is last seen in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. He is up there now and a little chilled, and he's heading for Edmonton. I want you kids that are up, go to bed, go to bed, so you'll get your gifts. You know how this works. Connie Willis here. You are listening to Coast to Coast AM. Merry Christmas. Happy Annika. Happy Christmas. Thanks for being with us.